Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Cuz You Don't Know Football. So, guys, as we move through this series, you can kind of see the progression of the NFL season and what we're leading into, which is, of course, the regular season. So we started talking about, you know, the end of last season, the draft, the potential rookies. We talk about, you know, we've talked about some stuff, you know. Now we're going to start moving into the offseason. And when I mean offseason, I mean like preseason. And you can kind of see that the NFL rosters are a little bit more solidified. So I'm very curious to see what uh, is going to happen next. So here's the very interesting thing that happened. I was looking, so we were looking at topics and we we're talking about topics and what we were going to talk about. And I looked at the um, NFL uh, uh, rosters and they were talking about players that were overrated, underrated, and players that are in uh, like a make or break year. And I said, well, I want to actually want to see if, 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 if the people that talk about the NFL all the time, if they know about it, because we all know that they always don't, but... That's here nor there. So we're going to pick a couple people from um, – and by the way, these lists, these NFL lists came from things like Bleacher Report. It came from NFL, ESPN, you know, NFL.com, of course. Um, you know, everything like that. And we wanted to uh, take a look at all of uh, 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 things. I'm not sure if I said PFF, but each or, e e either way, we're going to keep going there. So, so let's start with the most – overrated players so they actually i was looking and they had a pretty good list of people so the first person on that list of overrated players was kyler murray now kyler murray to me is he's an enigma all right so kyler murray he comes into the league and his size and and, and we know he has all these attributes but his size and his height are the issue now it's very easy to look at Kyler Murray and say, oh, that would be why he wasn't a good quarterback. But it's not because he went through a couple of years where he was not making the playoffs, but he was lighting the league up. So he was doing that. And then he went into the playoffs and had a playoff run and everything. But now he's starting to regress and things like his commitment to film study and how hard he prepares for things as opposed to um, – not as opposed to, but also encompassing his relationship with his teammates. And that's not looking good. So I would actually tend to agree. Kyle Murray is a little bit overrated because, well, what's his future look like? Because he's he's going to be looking for top money. If there's somebody who's going to be looking and, and, and having top money, and if he hasn't even already had it, I'm honestly, I just thought about that. But either way, you can't build a franchise on a guy that doesn't who that would rather play video games and film study and has bad relationships with his teammates. Like quarterback, every like the, the team the organization moves off of what the quarterback knows and what the quarterback does. Like they're so reliant on a quarterback nowadays. Like you can't, you can't. So I understand that he's highly talented and he has lit this league up. I think his future. To me, it's just okay. I mean, unless he changes what it is that he really cares about and what he focuses on. Um, next on that list, uh, I saw was Alvin Kamara. Now, this is going to be quick. I think that's blasphemy. Um, Alvin Kamara, 
Now, if you was to say Alvin Kamara, his best days are behind him and not in front of him. Okay, I might I might be able to go with that. I can go with you on that. But if what you're trying to say is that Alvin Kamara is somehow overrated, as in to say people think he's here and he's always been here, that's absolutely wrong. And you know he's coming. If anything, he's been underrated his whole career. Coming out, he he was he wasn't uh, highly drafted. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think people expected him to to burst on this league as he did. He comes in and that he comes in at the end of uh, Drew Brees' career, and the Saints' whole offense kind of morphed into Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara, and then and then everyone else. You know, so keep in mind that who who that man is because he's a, he's been the franchise for the Saints for years. So I I don't think that's uh, very fair. So the next person they put on there was. Odell Beckham Jr. So for me, depending on how you see Odell Odell Beckham Jr. or what you're actually debating on it is, I would say that. So for instance, I don't think he's overrated if you're saying he's going to be a very good contributor to the Baltimore Ravens this year. I think he's the best wide receiver um, Lamar Jackson's ever had, you know? Um and that's not saying a lot because he's had some pretty bad wide receivers. Not to say that Odell isn't a lot. I'm just saying he hasn't had the best wide receivers or the best weapons. He has had a very good tight end, though. But um, initially in his – I don't know if people still look at him as Odell, like the Hall of Famer or not. I remember when Warren Sapp uh, – talked about this a couple episodes ago. I remember when Warren Sapp uh, – well, on, I forget which one of those interview shows were, but like he, they were talking about Odell Jr., Odell Beckham Jr. being a Hall of Famer, and he said, "Why is he a Hall of Famer? What makes him do it?" And everybody was like, "This is blasphemy." Well, now he looks real smart. <laughs> now he looks like he's exactly right about everything that he was saying, you know. So, and so, if you're looking at Odell in terms of the Hall of Famer then I think he's definitely over. He's definitely great for that. But if you look at him as, as a solid contributor for the Baltimore Ravens and somebody that could propel his offense to being better than it was, I think, I don't think, I think he's pretty much aptly uh, uh, rated at that point. Okay. So I'm going to give you one more. I'll give you one more. So then they put up their, um, they put up their Bradley Chubb. And I think that's an interesting one. So for those of you who don't know, Bradley Chubb uh, was drafted by the Denver Broncos, but now he plays for the uh, Miami Dolphins. And when he was drafted by Denver, they thought he was a definite, like, number one defensive end, pass rusher, elite pass rush prospect, you know, uh, things of that nature. Um, He's not that, though. He's not that. I think he's good. Like he's very good. If you if he's your number two defensive end, you got a solid pass rush. You know, you know if you have if you if he's your number two and you have a third pass rusher that that can kind of come in and, and and help or or if he's your number two and you have a defensive tackle also that can get pressure on a quarterback, I think you have a solid defensive line. But him as an elite number one defensive end pass rush, I think he I think he is overrated to that. And I think he is judged on that standard. So I'm gonna keep him on the 
overrated uh, train on this one. Oh, a little parched. You need some uh, water. You know, it's a lot of hard work just talking. You know, I don't think people really understand that. It's a lot of hard work uh, just talking. But so, yeah, so actually, I want to put one on this list. And this will be the first time I said this. The person that I'm ready to put on the overrated train in terms of players, and I know I'm about to get a lot of heat in this, and I really want to see it in the comments, Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup is definitely overrated. Listen, I'm not disputing that he didn't have that season that he had. You know, he absolutely did. But he only did it one time. I don't think he'll have the quarterback to do it again. I don't think he has the roster to do it again. I don't, I, I don't, I think he needed, I think he had a lot and I think he needed a lot to put together that kind of season. And I don't see it happening again. So people look at Cooper Cup as like a top option. And I'm like, I think Cooper Cup should shift his career to the number two role. And then I think he might be, you know, he might be a problem again. But while he's while he's looked at to be a number one option, a number one uh, person in this league, I think he is overrated. Okay. All right, cool. So now look at now we're gonna talk a little bit about the underrated aspects to or underrated players in the NFL. So actually. They have one. The first person they have on this list as underrated is Malik Hooker. Now, Malik Hooker actually was drafted by my Colts, and I think he's wildly talented. You know, he's he's always been injured. That's kind of been what it is. Um, I'll tell you this: if he if he is underrated, listen, that's going to be scary. Now, I do think I once again I do think that the safety position. Um, it's not the same impact as it was when I was growing up or, or like, you know, if you were in high school around like 2002 to like 2006, a little bit before that, you know, maybe a little bit after that, uh, <laughs> I know I'm showing my age here, right? Um, you would see, you saw the era where the safety position was probably at its peak ever. Um, but we'll see about now, but I don't know. Like, I, like, so like, I might have a bias because I saw him when he was at his peak. Uh, but Malik Hooker is a very good safety. Um, he just never was able to stay healthy. So we'll see. But um, moving on to the next person on their list, they have Jared Goff. Now, he is very underrated. And I would have to say that. I look at him last year. I looked at what he did last year. No one expected the the, the uh, Lions to be good, let alone a threat. And I'm telling you, they caught on a little bit later, but they were putting points on teams. It was ridiculous. They was putting 38 a week, you know, on teams. So, listen, Jared Goff was the head of that ship, and he needs to respect it for the person that did that. You also got to keep in mind, because this wasn't just a one-season thing for Jared Goff. He also went to the Super Bowl before, okay? And he also was the number one overall pick. So you got to be respectful when you talk about Jared Goff. I think he's underrated at this point. Absolutely. I think he is the player that can uh, run an offense and uh, uh, propel you and have the shoulders to to stand on, you know? So, so that's that. Um, there was another good one that they had on there. Um, 
it's underrated. Hold on, give me one second to look at that. <laughs> you guys want to hear something funny? As underrated, they had quarterback Isaiah Rogers. <laughs> So my Colts, of course, we I talked about that a couple episodes ago. The Isaiah Rogers getting uh, caught with uh, with gambling on or sports betting on games and, and stuff. So um, I think that's very unfortunate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm not even going to go too much into that. So the next guy on this list, actually, they have as underrated as Cam Akers. I would probably disagree with that. Um, I think he has a name. I think he people look at him as someone good. He's not going to be somebody who breaks out this year. Um, I, I would put him that the whole Rams uh, roster has been broken down. Like once again, I, you know, it's great. Like so, one thing about running backs is you can get a bunch of running backs, and you know, it's not the same impact as it was. You know, once again, when I was growing up. So I don't think Cam Akers is a talent that basically says, oh, yeah, we're going to – this offense is still going to move properly, I mean, with all these missing pieces. You know what I mean? But I think he's a good one. But I definitely would not say he's he's underrated. I definitely would not say he's underrated at all. At all. We're going to keep moving. Matter of fact, I don't know where that one even came from. We're going to just keep on moving. Um, I'll give you guys a good, a good, a good one that I think is underrated though. Um, and I, and this is may, maybe I might be thinking of this in terms of the whole career, but I think Brandon Graham for the Philadelphia Eagles has been very underrated. Um, I've just seen him. I don't think he's spectacular, but I definitely have seen him be a part of defensive line groups that were scary and hard to deal with. And it always looks like it's somebody else that is hard to deal with. But Brandon Graham is good, man. Brandon Graham is good. All right. So that's here nor there. That's here nor there. So that's my that that's just my opinion. I would love to hear what you guys think in in, in the comments. So so that was the overrated and underrated uh, aspects. Uh, I even put in my, I didn't even, that wasn't even planned. I put in my own uh, two cents on who I thought. Okay. So moving forward to the make or break uh, seasons, these people are on a make or break season. All right. So I'm going to loop these two. So two of the names that are on this list now, I'm going to put them both together, Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins. Um, I think they are who they are. When you, when, so when I think make or break, I think, you have to show something that people or that the thought process is that you are that. Um, and I think it, we pretty much can see that like where their ceilings are. And I don't think they exceed their ceilings. So if you expect them to exceed something, exceed what they what they've shown, you know, they've had glimpses of high, they've had glimpses of low, they've been pretty much in, like in the middle for the most part. Um, but yeah, um, I, I I just think we we know what they are. Now here's a good one, Michael Thomas. Now Michael Thomas, man, for 
for a couple of years, he was lighting the league on, on fire, you know? Um, but, like, that was, like, at this point, it's been about, like, two years ago, if we really are going to be honest. It doesn't feel like it, but I would tend to agree. Michael Thomas got something to show. And it's because we've seen what we have seen, and we need to know, is he on his decline or is he uh, or is he done? But um, I think Michael Thomas this is a make-or-break year. I think I think it has he has to be good for the Saints to uh to make the playoffs because you know they, they got a new quarterback, he's got to rely on stuff. Derek Carr is their quarterback now, however you feel about him. I tend to like Derek Carr, but I do think in this scenario, he does need the people around him to be good. <laughs> Funny enough, they have uh Maker Baker. Maker Baker. See, that's why that's how you know I don't even really want to talk about him. Baker Mayfield as uh, the next candidate. Uh, I've never been a Baker Mayfield guy. <laughs> Some people were. I always like he was terrible. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna spend too much time on Baker Mayfield because I don't think I don't think he should have been on that list. Here's a good one: Derrick Henry. Now. There were, there's been a lot of talk this offseason about Derrick Henry's going to get traded or if he was um, going to, like, remain, like, the, like in Tennessee, if he was going to be, like, the guy, you know. But once again, we talk about running backs. The only reason he's in this situation because we all know you can draft two running backs and, you know, have a pretty decent uh, pass rush. But I don't know. You know, Derrick Henry, I, he's, I mean, he's one of the top three Tennessee Titan running backs of all time. And I don't have an argument for you uh, if you think he's number one. Um, I think it's Eddie George, but I, I don't have much of an argument that he's not number one. But I don't know. That's actually a good maker. That's a good one. That is a good one. That might be the best one that went up there. Derrick Henry, yeah, but he definitely does need to um, – a, a breakout. All right. So I'm going to give you, I give you, we're going to go on two more. And then I actually just thought about somebody who I thought was in a make or break situation. Um, so next on theirs, they have Russell Wilson. I don't think he's a make or break. I don't think this is his make or break year. I think if he has a, another down year than next year, yes, the next year he definitely isn't a, make or break season. But um, transitioning into uh, uh, the Broncos, um, there were high expectations. Of course, that fell flat. Um, but now they got a new head coach. You know, you got to figure out that system. So now, since he's been in on the Broncos, this is his second uh, head coach, second offensive coordinator in as many years. So there's always – it's going to be the same um, feeling out process and uh, trying to see – how to operate that. So I think I would disagree that this is his make or break year for his time in the Broncos. But if you want to make a case that this is a make or break year for him um, as a Hall of Famer, you know, one of the great quarterbacks of all time, I definitely feel as though, yes, I would absolutely say Russell Wilson needs another great year to solidify his spot amongst the greats. So 
that's here nor there. So, so that's that. And also Chase Young. That's the last guy that I'll that I'll uh, that I'll read off of their lists. Um, so Chase Young is interesting because I don't really know. Maybe you guys can tell me. I'm not sure what happened to to Chase Young. Like he came in. Is it the injuries? Is the injury worse than we all know? Because I'm not receiving the information on this. I don't know how bad his injuries were, but I know he's now being looked at somebody who's going to be traded after having. A, a great rookie season, and uh, I'm not sure if it was into his sophomore season or how long into his sophomore season, but he came into the league very hot, you know, and he was somebody I would say, okay, we get it, you know, coming out of Ohio State, he was great. Um, yeah, yeah, this is a make or break season for Chase Young. <laughs> yes, that's absolutely correct. This is a make or break season because I don't know what his second contract looks like if he doesn't perform this year. So I think they picked up his fifth year option. Um, he's pretty much been hurt like the last like year or two. So uh, we, it's him. has been a little bit too, you know, there's been a little bit of time between that. So that's here, no there. Um, but I, I, I am rooting for Chase Young though. Chase Young is somebody who I'm rooting for. And I think he's, he's talented unless those injuries are worse than I thought. Um, he's somebody that I feel as though can bounce back and can uh, uh, exceed the expectations, you know. Um, now, you see, you guys are going to think that I wanted to do this right when I say it. You guys are going to think that I wanted to. But the person I think this is a make or break season for is Dak Prescott. Now, where do you think Dak Prescott has to be? Because I don't think he'll be bad. I don't think he'll be bad. But when you pay, once again, if you pay a quarterback top money, he can't be okay. He can't be just good. He's got to be better than that. Or he shouldn't have got that money. And when he got that contract, I said, he's a good quarterback. But that's not top money, you know? And that's the problem when it comes to, that's the one of the biggest problems in terms of NFL. The NFL will pay a good quarterback great money if they don't feel as though, or they feel as though the fan base won't like it. The And usually when a good quarterback gets great money, the fan base hates it in the next year or two anyway. So I don't really uh, 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 get it, but I, I know doing that, paying a good quarterback uh, great money has gotten a lot of GMs fired. And I kind of feel as though this is the same case. Now, once again, do I think they'll, the Dallas will be bad? No, I don't. Do I think that they will make the playoffs? I definitely feel that they'll be contenders. I'll I'll wait to see. Are they going to go far into the playoffs? I would have to hear the definition of far because I can see that I can see that second round being where they get. But once again, they did all of this and put all of this together not for the second round. I mean, this is the Dallas Cowboys we're talking about here. Second round is not where they're trying to go. So do they get to the energy championship game? No, I do not think so. So that means are they get to the Super Bowl? No, I don't think so. And do I think that that means that they'll look at what the problem is in Dallas as Dak, even though, even though he's an adult and he's and he's a great person and he's somebody who uh, uh, organization, if they have a lot of strong pieces, 
can you could bring Dak Prescott in and and it won't be an issue. And I'm telling you on a scary team, like if he was a, if Dak Prescott was on the 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 49ers, the 49ers I feel like would win the Super Bowl. If I I'll say it again, if Dak Prescott was on the 49ers, I think 49ers would win the Super Bowl. Dallas don't have the talent the 49ers has. Um, so <laughs> I think this is a make or break year for Dak Prescott. <laughs> and um I I think it's gonna be closer to a break, and I don't think he'll exceed those expectations. Okay, so that's today's episode, guys. We went through it, we talked about the, the underrated guys, we talked about some overrated guys. And then we talked about some guys that are in a make or break year. And I really want to hear what you guys got to say about uh, these lists and everything. So once again, you can find us on you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. You know, we're out here for you. We're out here for you. Uh, we want to thank everybody. We want to thank all of our all, all of our all of our fans, all of our new fans, all of our old fans who've been with us since since day one, and everybody that's now jumping on now. And we're gonna keep growing this thing. So until next time, guys, I want to tell you, cuz, you don't know football. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You're still an amazing person. But don't come here talking about you know football. All right? Guys, I'll see you when I see you. You guys have a great day. Peace.